Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Hello, what have we here? Welcome back to Lando's Lounge. New episode. We are here. We are here finally with news. <laughs> yeah. Finally have the news we've all been waiting for. D23 happened, what, Saturday and Sunday. We're recording this Wednesday, so we gave it a little bit. Um, to Disney properly marinate. Disney Plus Day was Thursday and nothing happened. But that was because D23 was the next day. So at D23, there were a lot of announcements. And this whole episode is basically just going to be going over those announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, but before D23 even started... The day before, I think, the Lucasfilm panel, there was confirmed by the Hollywood Reporter, meaning this is an official official news source, casting for Ezra Bridger has been confirmed for the establishment. Not the news I was expecting. I'm pretty sure I actually screamed a little bit when i uh well i was hoping for it at d23 i wasn't i was very skeptical we would get much news and it seems to be a lot of what was at star wars celebration just with more like confirmation of details and stuff but i was hoping that after i saw this that they would kind of end their panel bringing out Ezra and Thrawn and be like, this is mm-hmm. what the Ahsoka show is building towards, basically. That yeah. didn't happen, but we still got confirmation. It is not the guy everyone thought it was going to be, Mina Masood. He put out a tweet or something actually saying, like, he had auditioned, he just, he didn't get it. And so everyone was like, hyping him up as being Ezra and he was like <laughs> I cannot guy. say he was like I can't He's say like, I can't say and so everyone was like oh yeah okay wink wink then he mm-hmm. just like heartbreaking on the inside yeah that's tough um but I had actually seen this guy rumored shortly before it was confirmed because someone said both Rosario Dawson and um Natasha Bordizo. Yeah. Uh, who plays Sabine and, and Ahsoka. Both followed this guy on Instagram, and he's an actor and he looks identical to Ezra Bridger. So yeah, they confirmed that this actor Iman Esfandi, I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, is playing Ezra Bridger, and uh, I don't know if he has come out and said anything about it himself, but I mean, it's it's basically a confirmation. Yeah. Um, I, they are still, they're going to wrap Ahsoka this fall, I believe is what they've said. So it's hard to say how much he'll be in the show given that it's ending soon and they have just kind of it's just come out that they had him I would imagine Mm -hmm. here's my speculation I think we're going to get more Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka than we got Luke in The Force Awakens like it's not going to end with them finding him and like that'll be the last shot of the show like I think they're going to find him maybe two or three episodes from the end. And then um, the last kind of 
chunk of the show will be setting up what is coming in the mm-hmm. future. Presumably Thrawn related, though, if there was no Thrawn announcement, either they're saving that for a big reveal in the show or possibly the plan isn't to involve Thrawn yet. Like maybe I could see them doing something like if you remember the after credit scene of the first Avengers movie, they kind of tease Thanos at the very end, but they didn't actually cast Josh Brolin until like two years later for Guardians of the Galaxy. I could see them doing something similar where the show ends a certain way and then like someone says like contact Admiral Thrawn and tell him like to come help us out or something like that. And that's how they end it without Thrawn. I yeah. hope we do get to see him, but I could see them kind of hey, yeah. saying, let's focus more on we find Ezra, then what? And then like we're gonna tease that Thrawn is the next thing. Um, but again, I, I, I hope I hope if he's in it that it is kind of a big surprise mm-hmm. drop moment. I have an alternate theory <laughs> to present. So I agree that the announcing of the Thrawn casting is uh, it's very anticipated. It's going to be a huge event whenever it hits. Um, and this kind of ties into the next piece of news as well. Uh, and that people, uh, it was confirmed that the Skeleton Crew show featuring Jude Law um, about a group of younglings or whatever it has confirmed to start filming. Here's my theory. Skeleton crew isn't real. I don't think skeleton crew is actually a real show. And I think Jude law is Thrawn. And I think skeleton crew is a facade in a front, not in a front. I think it is a front, not in a front. It's a good thing. important distinction because if it's about so like it's kind of interesting because like the what do we really know about skeleton crew it's a show jude law's in it and there's youngling it's about a group of younglings so i think it's interesting that they tell us nothing about the younglings they don't give us any casting for the younglings but they make it sound like these younglings are the main characters and then they don't tell us anything about like jude law like like what what's his character even in relation to these younglings like is he a jedi master like what like what is he but if you think about it jude law is kind of a banger casting for thrawn i i genuinely think so i think he's known for kind of his very his he has a coldness about him that i think would work really well and i think skeleton crew when everyone heard about it we were just kind of like oh yeah okay like, um, okay. I think I think I thought of this theory and then sent it to you. So they actually, so they announced Skeleton Crew was filming. Um, they had an image. So it was Jude Law. He was a human. He was surrounded by those Jabba eye, like the eye stalk droids at Jabba's palace. And then behind him were a bunch of kids, but you couldn't really see who they were it would be super easy Dude, it's to a debate that. it's a now, debate. listen <laughs> i would absolutely love it to be a bait because i think jude law is actually perfect casting for thrawn i believe he was the villain in the rise of the guardians movie so mm-hmm. like watch that and listen to the villain talk like i think he could be he could be a great Thrawn. Plus, he kind of he has the look about him. People have been saying it should be Lars Mikkelsen, the guy who voiced him on Rebels. I just don't think he looks like Thrawn at all. Yeah. But I could definitely see Jude Law with maybe a little bit of prosthetics on top of his head um, and blue coloration. I could see him being an amazing Thrawn but yeah I I definitely noticed when they announced Skeleton Crew I was like okay 
So they have John Watts, or they, they said they had John Watts making this show. Um, but it's produced by Favreau and Filoni, but it's also at the same time not kind of part of their Mandoverse that they're working on. And so it just felt like, it does feel like it has all of the pieces of being a mm -hmm. Mandoverse show, yeah. but they're like, it's not. <laughs> and yeah. And so, and so the only thing that they said is like, it's like uh, it's like Stranger Things where the kids are the main characters, but it's for adults. And then they've but they've also been like, but Jude Law is the star. <laughs> and yeah, so it's just I could definitely. And probably. I think it would be the are we willing to are we willing to like hard stake on this, though, because if we're right, then we're Chad. But if we're wrong, <laughs> then we're know. Lando's lounge. I don't know, because I think it would be amazing if they did this. I think it would be the biggest marketing, um, like most memorable marketing thing that they have done ever. And I also think even like, like how they hid Baby Yoda and they hid Luke Skywalker. Um, so none of that leaked ever. Um, I could see them, I don't know, taking it even a step further and being like, how about we hide this one by faking a whole show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so I think, um, what's likely is when does Ahsoka comes out in December, right? Presumably, it will be then that was not officially announced. Ahsoka, all they had was some images, like the first official image of Sabine and some other images, but there was no footage. There was nothing, uh, nothing big yeah. uh, like that was at Celebration. Um, but if they're filming skeleton, skeleton crew now, simultaneous with Ahsoka, like it is a bit suspect you know yeah. like they haven't so, said anything about when this would release i would love it to be yeah thrawn fake out but so let's let's think a little bit more about like to what end so let's say it skeleton crew is a is a fake show um what is it then like is it because i could like does if we believe that skeleton crew is a concoction meant to mask the casting of Thrawn, um does do we think skeleton crew is an actual show about maybe ezra and Thrawn? and so say ahsoka comes out in december and after that season one ends they're like oh by the way skeleton crew is at like right after that ends and we get Ezra and Thrawn in live action maybe they're like oh by the way skeleton crew was never real Ahsoka I mean Thrawn Ezra show or do we I just say do we think it's not actually a show and it's just um, <laughs> footage from Ahsoka I think I think it might be asking a little much to say Skeleton Crew is just another <laughs> listen, Skeleton Crew is gonna be a real show and we're gonna sound like idiots. <laughs> uh, but just running with this theory. Yeah. Um, I could I would in the perfect world, if I was in control of everything, Ahsoka would come out, we would get Ezra, then they'd be like, by the way, very last scene is Jude Law as Thrawn. Then they say like like how Mando season two said like Boba Fett will return in the book of Boba Fett or something like that. You could say like um, the story of Thrawn and Ezra before Ahsoka. Um, and then you could even keep it called Skeleton Crew, make it just like a limited series. And it's just like, this is what happened immediately after Rebels. 
And this mm-hmm. is what happened to Thrawn and Ezra. This is how they got to where we just saw them. I, again, I don't think that's going to happen. This yeah, is all no, just, how funny. This is how all funny. just conspiracy theory. This is uh, yeah. QAnon. What, what, what do we uh-huh. want to call it? Quinn Q in lawn or something <laughs> during during Obi-Wan. <laughs> Q, Q in Quinn, lawn. Quinn Q in lawn. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. We'll workshop that. But I think it'd be really funny if at the end of Ahsoka, it was like, uh, at, like Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra Bridger will return in Skeleton Crew, and and it says like the logo of Skeleton Crew, and then it just does like a PowerPoint transition, and it like goes whoop and unwinds, and then rewinds as like yeah, <laughs> like whatever they call this show, like just a very yeah, I, I don't know slide. There's definitely like. The fact that they have John Watts involved, like, unless they asked him, like, hey, can we fake this show that you're making and uh, pretend it's something else, but you're not actually involved or getting paid for it? I do think it's weird that they were like, the kids are the main characters, but then they were like, Jude Law, everybody. Yeah, they say we know nothing about the kids. We don't even, do we even know if they're Jedi kids? Like, I don't think so because it's after it's at, it's supposed to be set like around in the same time period as Mando, you know? So it's like, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if it's, it's supposed to be Jedi. If it is a real show, people have been saying like, is Jude Law trying to capture kids for the first order? Is he trying to bring kids to Luke's Jedi temple? Like, what is he? Why is he? What does he have to do yeah. with these kids and at so, all? If it the thing is, if Skeleton Crew is a real show, like think, yeah, like first of all, suspend your disbelief and assume that Skeleton Crew is real. <laughs> okay, then it's like we are starting hashtag Skeleton Crew is not real, is, isn't real. Yeah, but so it's like the point of Just announcing watch, a show. December twenty twenty three, you're all gonna come crawling back to us. Yeah, it's like the point of announcing a show and announcing this very high profile celebrity casting would be to get people excited about this show. What are we supposed to be excited about? Like, we don't know anything about it. Like, mm. we know it's the main characters are kids. They didn't tell us any of the actors, what the kids are, what the show might even remotely be about. Yeah, all so it's like, like, what's the what are you trying to lost in space and Jude Lost saves them? It's like, yeah, it's like, what am I supposed to get excited about? Like, that just sounds like an arc of the Clone Wars. <laughs> like, the yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, if it is a real show, like, I trust, I trust then, uh, all of the people involved enough to like make a good story, but oh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought of this. If it's a real show, we should just hang up our microphones. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely noticed a lot of things that were like, that's weird. That's weird. Because everyone knows Thrawn is coming. So maybe they're like, if everyone's expecting something, how do we make the expected unexpected? And so I'm going to I'm going to go to my one like communication professor's office hours because <laughs> he he loves obviously media and but like specifically animation and so i'm gonna have a whole presentation about like rebels and then like the mandoverse and skeleton crew and like try to get get him to wait because he also teaches like advertising get him to weigh in on what he thinks the the market (laughs) strategy here is Uh, all right but moving on from that to an actual real show that is coming in 2023 it is called Young Jedi Adventures, and this was announced at Celebration. There was, they didn't talk about this at D23, but it did come out as a tweet. There was an official image associated with it, and it's supposed to be about a group of young uh, Padawans and, uh, I guess, Master Yoda, because Yoda is in the image, uh, set during the High Republic. So um, if you've been keeping up with the High Republic books, I am doubting this is going to have anything to do with those. I think it's just like, 
I think, well, first of all, I think the High Republic is a long stretch of time. So just because the events of the books are during the High Republic, that isn't the only time period that is the High Republic. Mm -hmm. So I also think that they're trying to do this kids show where it's like, it's just Jedi being Jedi and not like Jedi during the Clone Wars or something like that. Like they are distancing it from any of these major events so that they can just do a show that doesn't require like to explain to five-year-olds what war is. <laughs> um, it is supposed to be a, a much younger audience uh, show. I'll probably watch it either way, but I'm talking like even younger than Resistance. It's like, uh, like um, oh, what's the Disney Kids channel? Like, isn't there... I know for like Nickelodeon, there's like, or maybe it's not a whole mm. channel, but like I know Nickelodeon, like uh, for in the morning, like until a certain time is like really young kids programming. And then it gets to more like older kids. I, yeah, I think when Disney probably does the same. I, I just can't think of what it's. Yeah, I remember it's probably just when like you, Disney kids. When you wake up too early and it's like the little kid shows, but then at like 10 a.m. SpongeBob comes on, you're like, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, we're talking like young, like Jake and the Neverland Pirates type show, uh, <laughs> but with Jedi and with Yoda. So there wasn't anything huge about that. Um L. Kid, unless Star Wars isn't for show, kids. Unless it's a fake yeah. show. <laughs> Star Wars um, isn't for kids. Get that baby crap out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next news oh, will man. be big, big news for Lando's Lounge listeners. <laughs> um, the bad, the bad batch. Bat. This is also going to be some tragic news. The bad who's batch got yeah, an official release date. Whose scheduling and, is uh, shakier than our own. <laughs> yes the bad batch which has been pushed back probably 10 times i don't know about that but quote unquote officially releasing january 4th it will have 16 episodes and it will drop with a two episode premiere which seems to be kind of the new way of doing things i think maybe they like this method of uh multiple episodes because it helps them with scheduling and i'll talk about this a little bit later uh or a little bit in just a second basically but i think it helps them with scheduling um like if you can shave off a week that's like another week that you could have other shows running or in the case of andor you can put three episodes on one day and you can save two weeks to have other shows coming out um so that will be january um i think bad batch is proof that um there is maybe too much going on on disney plus particularly from marvel because star wars isn't really putting out that much in comparison um but I mean, I feel like you have a Marvel show every other month that starts. Um, and so I think Bad Batch has been pushed multiple times because between Star Wars and Marvel, Bad Batch would always be the one show that like w- would get left behind in people's eyes. I think that's probably what Disney Plus is thinking is that you know, if we release yeah. Bad Batch so that it overlaps with Kenobi, nobody's going to be talking about the the Bad Batch finale because everyone's going to be talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And then She-Hulk and Rings of Power and Andor and uh, House of the Dragon are all coming out um, in you August know, and September, so we can't a, compete with those. It's a blatant display of New Zealandophobia. <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah i think i think like they're obviously lucasfilm and marvel studios are two different studios but they're both owned by disney so i think 
I think Disney might just be saying like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then realizing like, oh, wait, both of these shows have the same audience. So like we need to, we can't mm-hmm. be like, they've had some overlap. And I wonder if during that overlap, they were like, oh, shoot. One of these shows really underperforms when we have overlap. So we need to try to not overlap as much as possible. Um I just feel like as soon as they had Bad Batch season one, they were like, season two is coming out. Or maybe it was a little bit until they said it, but they said it. And then like, I think like a year has gone by and there's just been nothing. And then they pushed it and pushed it. There was no trailer forever. And I feel like they've had the season done for a while and they've just been pushed back and back and back. So I feel like, there is a problem where they're like, we have this show. Um, we don't know when to release it because every time we have a window, it runs into some kind of problem with some other show that's coming out. So, um, yeah. And so I feel like what we're basically seeing is in real time, like the film industry trying to figure out like how to do how to release episodic content on streaming because like for a while the model was just like whole season on this date Mm -hmm. but then everyone watches the whole season in two days and they talk about it for a week and then it's gone and so they're like we want to extend the lifespan of this show but what's the best way to do that and I I just think it's going to get to the point to where they're just going to be because there's all they're only going to add more shows like they'll never cut back the amount of programming I feel like to make more room and so I think it'll eventually it'll kind of like be a reinvention of cable to where it's like every every day of the week is a new episode of something Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like plug and play different slots of different properties like oh your new show like I like honestly like with She-Hulk as well like up to this point, uh, the Disney Plus releases has o- have only been Fridays and Wednesdays, but now She-Hulk has done is doing Thursday. Who's to say they don't do Saturday next? You know what I mean? And so every day of the mm-hmm. week is like a potential release day. Yeah. Rather than think- pushing things back months just so they can get a good stretch of time on a Wednesday or something. Yeah. And I think with I think with uh cable, it was like if you're watching three shows and they're overlapping when the episode airs, you're, you have to wait for a rerun to see it again. And mm-hmm. so it was like, it was more of an urgent thing. Like we have to watch it now with streaming. If they overlap, you might be like, well, I'll catch the bad batch some other time. And then it just gets away from you and you never go watch it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was just, and Maybe it's like it's telling of how they view animation compared to live action um, where they think, you know, Bad Batch is animated. So and they have to know that, like, the same people are watching the shows. Maybe more kids are watching Bad Batch than Andor, but I'm sure the large majority of the audience is the same. And the real like diehard fans like us, they don't really have to worry about marketing the show to us or like, um, you know, they don't have to worry about making sure that it fits our schedule because we're the kind of people that are like, Oh, three episodes of Andor in one day. Yeah. I'll do that in one sitting. Yeah. I'll wake up at three in the morning to watch that before (laughs) work. Yeah. Um, so it is more of like, we need casual audiences to also watch these shows. If there, if we have two Star Wars shows coming out at the same time, the casual audience, which is probably the majority of the audience, I would say, like, I would say you have a, a, a smaller group of the really diehards that will watch everything and anything that you make whenever you make it. And then the most people are like, oh, yeah, I like Star Wars, so I'll watch this Star Wars show. 
or people that are like eh, other people are talking about this show i'll watch it and don't really care that it's star wars they just watch it because that's what the popular show is that people are talking about i feel like those people those two latter groups make up the most mm-hmm. viewership of anything movies like i i think like the biggest movies in the world are biggest because they get the most casual people to the theaters as well as the fans. Um, yeah, like so I think I think where the, the problem crawdads is, sing inexplicably <laughs> has been running in our local movie theater for fourteen weeks. Yeah, well, sometimes sometimes the moms need a movie. Yeah, they don't get a movie all that often. The mom vote. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I feel like. To the casual audience, Andor is going to be the show, and The Bad Batch is not going to be the show to watch. And uh-huh. so if they put The Bad Batch and Andor overlapping that yeah. much, because it was supposed to be September 28th, which would mean a week after. So for the majority of both shows, they would be overlapped. And I think they maybe smartly realized Bad Batch is going to be uh, severely underviewed if we do that. So. Yeah. It sucks, but I get why they had to do it. Yeah. And I think I like what you said about the the casual versus the diehard fans. And and but is that a reason for concern then? Because I feel like the trend of Star Wars is going to the point where it's becoming so interconnected. I feel like it's less hospitable to casual fans. Like like Bad Batch is like every episode is it's it's Glungus Mobu from this niche, <laughs> from this one book <laughs> that like no yeah. casual fan has ever read. So like, I think you're probably right that like Andor is, because Rogue One I think was a big hit with like the casual people as well, because it's like obviously connected to the first Star Wars movie, which the casual fans have definitely seen, you know what I mean? And so it's like something pretty highbrow for them. Yeah. that can be well, e- easily accessible but still like taking well, and, the world a bit deeper and then andor is just that again yeah well even if you watch the newest andor trailer which they released at d23 it says like it says like um from director tony gilroy director of the born trilogy or something mm-hmm. like that and so it's like that's where they're marketing to the casual audience they're like hey you want like an action kind of like political spy thriller like jason bourne well you're gonna like this star wars show yeah and also i noticed how they had like the classic trailer voice at the end you know yeah yeah i'm like bro star wars doesn't do that that was so weird yeah and i I like maybe and or more than catch catch even like the mandalorian or the book of boba fett like those are more especially after baby yoda like the mandalorian everyone knows what the mandalorian is Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Boba Fett is, but like Andor, like if you saw Rogue One, maybe you remember him. <laughs> uh, but I think that is one show where they're like, this is a big show, and uh, we like, yeah, we need people to know why it's like a big deal that they should watch. But right two now, words, Mommy Mothma. <laughs> <laughs> That's two words. <laughs> I said two words. I thought you said four words. No. Uh, I maybe said that's two. because we only well, have four minutes left in this Zoom re- meeting. So we're going to end the recording. The Empire is silencing join. our hollow net. We're going to join another one. For you, it will be like nothing, like no time has passed. Uh, but for us, who knows how much time will pass. But uh, we will see you in just a second. All right, we are back. It's, I believe the last thing we were talking about was uh, kind of related to uh, The Mandalorian a little bit, uh, and which uh, kind of, <laughs> by nature of it being Star Wars, sure. <laughs> which ties in nicely with the next bit of news, which is that The Mando Season 3 officially dropped its first trailer. Uh, this is, I believe, the trailer that was from celebration that they showed and that you probably saw leaked online but here it is officially mm-hmm. in high definition um teaser trailer so i believe we already kind of talked about everything that was in this trailer when we talked about celebration 
um, because I'm pretty sure it is for the most part the same uh, footage. I think um, I think that uh, there was maybe some new stuff. Like there was stuff in it that I didn't remember from Celebration. Like um, I think the droid is R five D four, the one, the red one that like explodes. Yeah. He was in the Mando's new ship. He was like in the little bubble where Grogu goes, where like R2 sits in the Phantom Menace. R5D4 was there. Um, what's your name? Pelimoto had him there again. Um, and so that was kind of stuff that I, I don't remember seeing in any of that leaked footage. Um, but yeah, it's basically what we talked about on the last, uh, the celebration episode where it seems like this season is going to be about uh, Mando maybe having some conflict with Bo-Katan, um, other Mandalorians. Like there, there's a shot with uh, Mando and a bunch of very colorful Mandalorians. So I know one criticism of season two was that it kind of was cameo of the week um, and didn't really have a bigger kind of story. It seemed like every other week was a pit stop to another cameo. Mm -hmm. um, this looks like it's going to be much more focused on the Mandalore, if, if I may uh, say. It looks uh, like it's going to be much more lore and story focused, particularly about um, Mando returning to a destroyed Mandalore and most likely trying to regain his status as Mandalorian, which um, if you remember from the book of Boba Fett, and they play it in the trailer where the, the armorer yeah. says you are Mandalorian no more. So I, I'm I assuming good, that's going to be the, the trajectory yeah. of the season. It's kind of like the first, like maybe third or fourth of this trailer is just like previous footage kind of yeah like the first it, yeah the first chunk of it is like footage or like yeah just kind of recapping i guess it is just a teaser trailer it's not super substantive but there's some stuff to to know yeah it's it's definitely a trailer where it's like we're not really telling you much of the story or anything but this is kind of what you can expect and so there's Mandalorians like jumping out of drop ships. Like there's a lot of Mandalorians in, in the, in the trailer, like different Mandalorians flying around. It looks like maybe, uh, Bo-Katan has a line that's like your cult destroyed Mandalore or something like that, or like mm -hmm. sat around something like, along those lines. And so I'm wondering if maybe, because he's from the Children of the Watch. I'm wondering if maybe we'll see like some of the Death Watch involved and maybe his cult kind of split off from the Death Watch. Um, so yeah, yeah, pretty excited about, uh, about that. And that comes out February 23rd, um, which we, means that it will overlap with the Bad Batch. Dope. Yeah, and as for the uh, the colorful Mandalorians, I wondered if um, because I was like, what? That's not really something we've seen before, other than Sabine Wren, like specifically. But I I guess I wonder if uh, like after Sabine is clouded up, maybe a bit, maybe like her clan or like maybe not her like clan like familially, but like the people around her maybe adopted like a colorful kind of carefree armor style uh that's the only thing i could think of but it, it definitely was interesting to like see all these mandalorians with like oranges and stuff orange as in the color not the fruit but yeah the orange looked really nice i think yeah um but yeah Mando, not much new from Celebration. I always feel like I kind of undervalue Mando until it's out. Like, I'm always like, oh, yeah, the Mandalorian, it's like, 
it's good mm. but like i'm more excited for this show or this show that's coming and then when mando comes out it's like oh yes I, this yeah is what i'm waiting for like i i liked mandalorian season one and all but like i remember watching that first episode of season two and i was just like this is the crap dude this is so dope i uh, i still think that might be the best episode of the whole show yeah um episode 201 yeah that was a really good one uh surprisingly the mando trailer was not the most viewed trailer from let's go three the most viewed trailer it maybe has changed now but the day of the most viewed trailer was the official trailer drop for tales of the jedi uh this is pretty much the same footage that was shown at celebration it seems like a lot of what they did was just drop the celebration exclusive stuff here but all six shorts will drop october 26th on the same day so it'll be like visions um hd footage i am probably more excited for this than anything else that was announced except Ever maybe been more Ezra. excited Ezra in my life um so i'm i've been watching the footage trying to figure out like what are the shorts going to be we know there's one that's like a baby ahsoka there's one that is seems to be like ahsoka training Mm -hmm. um, as a youngling and then another one that seems to be ahsoka after where we last saw her in the clone wars um eventually facing an inquisitor of some sort yeah the dooku ones are harder because i can't tell it's kind of only going by his facial hair like there's there <laughs> seems to be yeah. one there seems to be one where he doesn't really have a facial hair uh any kind of facial hair at all um and then there seems to be some others where he does have like a big beard and so it's hard to tell like what they're going to be. I think there's one that's with him and young Qui-Gon. I think there's going to be one that's him with Mace Windu. And then Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be one with him. That's like, it's it's hard to even say because like, I don't know. I, I, just there it's easy to tell when he has the beard or when he doesn't have the yeah. beard. It's like, oh, that's probably a different one. But the other two, I think, are him older. Are a little more indistinguishable. And it, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell just based on that what is in it. Yeah. And it, um, I was kind of trying to look at the lighting of different things, but I mean you can have different kinds of lightings multiple times. Yeah. And so I guess the one thing that I kind of see as a separate one is like he's uh saber fighting with yoda or yaddle it, it's yeah like, for sure yeah it i was like it makes sense for it to be yoda but i'm fairly certain that's yaddle which is interesting and i don't i don't know if they're like fighting fighting like i don't necessarily think that's like him when he turns away from the jedi as much as it's maybe like a training thing but i don't know yeah i don't know we'll uh see. in the yeah in the in the young one so first of all uh Dooku does have like some dialogue in this trailer and it is not the same voice actor um that voices Dooku in the Clone Wars or at least maybe it is I, I believe it's just a off- different voice yeah I-, I believe it's the voice of Cad Bane actually uh oh. it it sounds very similar if you go back and listen to it with that mindset I think you'll hear what I'm talking though but I uh like the Dooku, the face that was shown when those lines were happening. So like it, it wasn't like he was, the mouth was moving, but like kind of like that, the uh, that dialogue was playing as we saw his younger face without the, um, the the facial hair. It was giving me big Severus Snape vibes. Yeah, did you get he that? Definitely, he definitely gives off that. He had a, a Snape vibe, vibe about him that I'm in here for, actually. I think that's really cool. And uh, seeing see. him with his curved hilt with the blue blade was pretty slick. Just gotta say. Um, it doesn't say 
on IMDb. It doesn't say it doesn't have any of the cast besides like Ashley Eckstein, Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Qui Gon. So we are going to see older Qui Gon at some point. Um, I just don't know when it. There seems yeah. to be there was one where they were at what looked to be a funeral with a casket floating past, and I you can't tell who's in it from the shot. I was looking around. You see Stacey Tin, I believe Depa Balaba. There's another shot that seems to be uh, looking at the other side of the casket, like from where Dooku's standing in that last shot, and Mace Windu and some other people are on the other side of the room. So, I don't know. I find the more, and I think Dooku Jedi lost the audio drama. I'm going to try to read that again before this comes out, but um, really elevated Dooku to from being kind of a flat villain in Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars, he's just kind of the villain. You know, he doesn't have that much characterization outside of what we're told about him. We don't really mm-hmm. see that much of it until Dooku Jedi Lost. I think this show is really going to make him one of my favorite characters because he's already, I think he's a really cool character and he's a really unique character. I just think like he's not ever been fully realized. He's just kind of been like, we've only seen him at this evil point and he's kind of like, uh, uh, just like, well, he's kind of a, a Dracula-type character. He's Count Dooku. He's played by Christopher Lee, who played Dracula very famously. Mm-hmm. So he's always just kind of been like, ooh, he's like, ooh. he's a he used to be a Jedi, but now he's very evil. And Dooku <laughs> Jedi Lost he's helped. He's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dooku Jedi Lost helped with that. I think these three are going to help a lot. And I think the... I'm yeah, more excited for his three than Ahsoka's three. Um, I'm wondering if they aren't going to tell kind of a progressive decline into the dark side. Because Dooku Jedi Lost doesn't really explain how he turns to the dark side. It explains how he left the Order. Like, there's a little bit of that dark side stuff, but he doesn't, like, become a Sith in Dooku Jedi mm-hmm. Lost. He just it ends with him deciding to not be a Jedi. So I wonder if this is going to kind of do a little bit more of that groundwork of, it's not just that he's leaving the Jedi. It's that like, eventually he will be a Sith. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that more than anything. Yeah. Um, Besides Andor comes out next week. So I, I am very excited for that. We're going to have to start doing weekly episodes. Haven't really figured out yet how we're going to do the first <laughs> three episodes all at once. Um, but we are going to try to figure that out. Another thing we have planned, and I will say this far enough in advance that if you want to uh, join in, you can. We are planning to do a Lando's Lounge Halloween special episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought the Kindle book version of the Legends book, Death Troopers, which is a book that is essentially zombies in Star Wars. And uh, if you want to read along, we're going to just we're going to discuss that book for a special Halloween episode. Um, but. If you wanted to like be prepared for that episode, you might have to uh, read the book. So we wanted to give you enough time to do that. Um, you can probably buy the mass market paperback, or I would suggest the Essential Legends collection version, which is a bigger trade paperback than the small mass market paperbacks that are kind of hard to hold. Um, both of those should be easily available to buy physically or go the Kindle route. That's what I do for all my Legends books. Um, I have not read it before. I have heard good things about it. Um, and I am a fan of Star Wars and a fan of zombies. And so uh, 
yeah, I'm super excited to read that and then talk about it. I'm not quite sure what our discussion will be about, like how fleshed out and like written out it will be like with specific questions and points to talk about, or if it'll just kind of be like a loose conversation, like most of these episodes go, mm -hmm. but yeah, but if you want to get the most out of that episode, I would suggest reading the book, or if you prefer to do audio, um, that would be great too. Probably Star Wars audiobooks are very well known for high production value, sound effects, narrators that do voices, and it's not just an old guy in front of a microphone reading a book. <laughs> it's it's like an acted out. It's a production. Thing. Not quite to the extent that like the audio dramas are, because they typically have like a cast. The audiobooks are usually one reader, but uh, if if they're a good one, they usually do voices and accents and things to make it more lively. So mm -hmm. read that. We, I would, in a perfect world, the episode, you wouldn't have to read the book if you didn't want to, but I don't know if that's going to be realistic or not, because we're just going to, we're just going to talk about the book. So if you haven't read the book, I don't know how meaningful it will be to you, but um, yeah, that's coming up uh and uh yeah that that will probably be the same week as an andor episode but we're i'm gonna hope we're gonna hopefully have it split into different episodes so we'll try to have an andor coverage episode and then on halloween a halloween special episode that will be the death troopers uh discussion so look forward to that as well yeah, and I have another announcement just to close us out. You know, Lando's Lounge, we've been looking for uh, new areas to expand. And uh, uh, I'm a college student now. I attend college at a college. And uh, that college is having a Star Wars trivia night in uh, next week. And so I intend to go. I intend to represent Lando's Lounge, and I intend to win. Gosh dang it. Am I able to go and, like, fake that I'm a student? <laughs> uh, we could probably forge you a student ID, sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I am going in for, for guts and glory, and I'll report back whenever the next episode is on and how I fared. A friend of the show, Holden, will be joining me uh at this and so we'll be able to tag team a little bit he's also become uh, a bit of a lore master in his own right so we'll we'll see what we can throw together maybe we'll be the only ones there and we'll get a just sneak me on facetime sneak yeah. me on facetime put an airpod in one ear facetime on the other all right Whoa. that is it for the episode next time you're in the best system make sure to swing by lando's lounge and we will talk about something. Don't huff Tabana. <laughs> See you next time.